the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. You write a check, you spend your money, you spend your money on it, you spend your money on it. That's what you spend your money on. That's because, you know, that's where your heart is. Amen. If you want to know where somebody's heart is, what they really love, look at their checkbook, look at their accounting, look at their, you know, how the way they spend money, look at their bank account. Then you will know what they really love. You know their treasure. You know what they treasure. Amen. Hallelujah. I wonder, I wonder really, just thinking about it. I wonder if the Lord, hallelujah, mm, you know, if the Lord, the Lord sees it, not if the Lord, if we were to open up the accounts of Christians, the accounts of Christians, and look at the accounts, and look at their, you know, how much they make, and how much they give to the house of God, how much they give to God, how much they give to people. Oh, hallelujah. We will discover a lot of things. We will discover a lot of things. Mm-mm-mm. What the Lord will spend their money on. Maybe we'll see that they spend their money on their cars. They spend on their, their money on their houses. They spend their money on themselves. And very little on God. Very little on God. They make a hundred thousand. Uh, they buy a seventy, eighty thousand dollar car. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's where their money goes. Amen. And if you now compare that to what they give to the church, they don't even give a thousand dollars to church in a year. But they spend thousands on themselves. Wow. Divine desires for divine progress. Divine desires for divine progress. I mean, that Colossians 3 is, is really very loaded. Uh, we, we do not have time to, to really dig into these things. Hallelujah. But, you know, as you remain in his presence, as you remain in his presence, he said, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you, you, you died. If you are a Christian, you died. Your life is dead. It's not you that is alive anymore. You say what? Your life is hidden with Christ in God. Now, let's see the next verse. It says, when Christ, who is your life? Remember that your life died. So, who is your life now? Christ is your life. So, Christ is your life. Which means what? The life that you live is the life of Christ. So, it's the life of Christ that is being lived through us. So, really... Are we living the life of Christ? So, is this what Christ would do? 
Will Christ do this? Will Christ go this way? Will Christ go that place? Will Christ make this decision? Is this what Christ would do? Because he says, I am dead. The life that I now live is the life of Christ. So when Christ, who is our life, who is your life, appears, Christ is your life. He says, your life is in heaven because that's where Christ is. Amen. Oh, wow. May Lord give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Divine desires. Divine desires. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. Let's let's jump to Moses' prayer in Exodus 33, 12 to 13 is a cl- classic. Moses' prayer in Exodus 33, 12 to 13 is a classic. It is a powerful prayer for progress. It's a powerful prayer for progress. It's a prayer for more. More of God, more of grace and glory. More of God, more of grace and glory. We realize that Moses was not just starting out with God. Moses was not just beginning with God. Moses had been with God. Moses had been at the burning bush. Moses had been in Egypt. Moses had seen the power of God displayed. Moses had experienced God powerfully. Even on that mountain, Moses had experienced God. Now you see Moses praying this prayer in Exodus 33, 12 to 13. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight, or you have also found grace in my presence. Now therefore I pray. So the basis of this prayer is, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. I therefore pray, if you know me, and if I have found grace in your sight, I now therefore pray, if I have found grace in your sight, if I have found grace in your presence, if I have found favor in your presence, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight. Amen. So in other words, I need more grace. You see that there? Moses said, you you told me that I'll find grace in yourself. So I have grace. So I pray that I may, that I, if I have found grace in yourself, I pray, show me your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your, meaning I, I want more grace. Amen. It's more. It's a prayer for more. It's a prayer for more grace. Moses is saying, since you know me quite well, Lord, I also want to know you well. I know you by name. And Moses now says, I want to also know you. You know me and you know me quite well. He said, I know you by name. You know, you can know people and you don't know their name. Hmm? Oh, I know that brother. I know that woman. I've, I've known her for years, but I don't know her name. Hmm? I know, I know who she is, but I don't know her name. But the Lord said to Moses, I know you. I even know your name. Amen. Wow, 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 wow. Hallelujah. Meaning I know you quite well. So Moses said, you know me quite well. I also want to know you well. Amen. It is a prayer for divine progress. It's a prayer for more, more of God, more of grace and glory. Lord, you know me. You know me by name. I also want to know you. You said I found grace in your presence. I want more grace. I want more grace. I found grace in your presence. Help me to know you more so that I might have more grace in your presence. And it also means show me your way. Reveal your way to me. Open my eyes to your way. Open my eyes to your word. Open my eyes to your will. Open my eyes to your desires, your heart. 
Amen. The way of a person. The way of a person. If you know somebody, it means you know their way. You mean it means you know their lifestyle. Amen. You know them quite well. You know their desires. Amen. You know their lifestyle. You know their desires. You know what they love to do. Amen. So Moses is saying, Show me your way. Show me your desires. Show me your heart. Show me what you love. Amen. Show me what you love. Help me to know your desires so that I will know you. Amen. If you really want to know somebody, know their desires. You cannot say you know somebody and you don't know their desires. You can't, you can't say, I know my wife and you don't know what food she loves. Mm? Do you really know her? Amen. I know my husband, but you don't know what food he loves. I know my mother, but you don't know what clothes she loves to wear. Then you don't know her. Amen. If you really know somebody, you will know their lifestyle. You will know what they love. You know, you know what is in their heart. You know what they love to do. Their desires. You know their passions. So Moses is saying, Lord, show me your passion. Show me your way. Show me your desires. Show me your heart that I may know you. And we are, that is our prayer. That's a prayer for divine progress. It's a classic one. It's a classic. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul prayed the same prayer. Apostle Paul bellied out this prayer. In a passionate prayer, he prayed in Philippians 3.10, that I may know him. Say that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death. If by any means or by any means I will attain unto the resurrection of the dead in the name of Jesus. It's a passionate prayer for divine progress. Is anybody here with such a passion for divine progress? Paul was not just starting out here just like Moses. Moses was not just starting out. Amen. Moses was not just beginning to know God. Moses had begun before. Moses had seen many things, powerful things. But he said, I want more. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter how much you know, no matter where you have been, no matter how much you know of God, how much of God you have in you, you cannot have enough of God. You cannot know, know all there is in God. For there is yet more. There is yet more. God has called us to greatness. He has called us to limitless possibilities. Amen. God has called us to limitless possibilities. Because God is infinite. That I may know him. Paul was not just starting out. Paul had been. Paul had seen Christ. Amen. He had seen Christ. He had been in it. And he said that I may know him. I want to know him. And be conformed. Hallelujah. That is our prayer. That is our prayer this year. That is our prayer. That is our prayer. That is our passion. Yes, that's our passion. That's our prayer. This is a prayer for progress. A prayer for divine progress. To know more of God. More. More of grace and glory. More of God. More of beauty. Hallelujah. More of goodness. More of kindness. More of faith. More of, more of God. More of love. More of peace. More of joy more of the fruit of the spirit in the name of jesus amen hallelujah 
Mm-mm. A divine revelation opens your eyes to the true nature and value of things and people. A divine revelation opens your eyes to the true nature and value of things and people. And so, it orders your priorities aright. Divine revelation will order your priorities aright. Because it opens your eyes to the true value. Hallelujah. To the true nature and value of things and people. Hallelujah. It was a divine revelation of the preeminence and excellence of Christ that caused Apostle Paul to say, the what things were gained to me. These I can't, I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. This is, this is really, I just want to underscore that. Amen. Hallelujah. That's Philippians 3 from verse 7. Philippians 3 from verse 7. It says, But what things were gained to me? Not what things were gained. Not what things were gained. But what things were gained. Amen. A different, a big difference between the two. Amen. They are connected, but they are not the same. What things were gained. Not what things were gained. You see that? But what things were gained to me. These I counted lost. Not lost. What things were gained to me. Hmm. What things were desirable to me. Mm. What things were treasurable or treasures to me? What things, you know, um, gave me pleasure or were my desires that I counted profit or, you know, treasure to me? Not what things were gained, not so much of the gain, not what, no, what I've accumulated, but my desires. What things I desired before? What things I loved before? The things I loved before. Now I count them lost. I count them as rubbish, as garbage. I loved them before, but now, really, I don't have any desire in them. Amen? I don't have any desire in them because now I see them in their true nature. I see them in their true value. What things were gained to me? What things were my desires before, my treasures before, not my heart before? No, now they are no longer my desires because they are dung. Amen? We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.